Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery here with Donna Lee. Hey, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? People can get a hold of us in a variety of ways. Um, my, shouting loud. M- shouting loudly. My personal favorite is sending an email to armormenshealth at gmail.com. When you send an email, I immediately text Dr. Mystery while he's in a very important surgery, and I let him know that you have emailed us. Um, you can call us during the week at 512-238-0762. Visit our website at armormenshealth.com. You know, I think, Donna, I think a lot of people don't know what a urologist is, and... Uh, I just thought I'd just kind of throw out there that urologists are men's health experts often, they're surgeons often, and they're definitely email-reading people. <laughs> and we love yes. email. So please send your emails. Uh, please get a hold of us. We'd love to talk about your specific medical issue right on the radio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if we talk about your specific medical issue right on the radio, we're, we'll send you a T-shirt uh, we're so excited about our logo, and we'd love to put it right on your chest. <laughs> little free advertising walking around Austin. That would no, be no, awesome. no, no. It's not free. I'm paying for <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's right. I forgot. Dr. That's Mystery right. pays for the, that's right. the T-shirts. That's right. Thank you. Awesome. So, so um, uh, today uh, we're very, very happy to have Chris Sharon. He is uh, a uh, wonderful person and somebody who uh, has helped our practice tremendously. We partner with a company that he works for called BioT. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Dr. Mystery. I appreciate you having me here. Low testosterone is something that we deal with very commonly in our practice, and BioT is a company that helps us provide patients with implantable testosterone pellets that maintain a constant level of testosterone. It's something that we think is probably the gold standard of testosterone therapy in our practice. A lot of patients use injections. Some patients use topical uh, agents. And depending on the specific kind of quirks of the patient, we have a a number of different ways that we can get testosterone in their body. Uh, Patients come to us for testosterone for a number of different complaints. And and, and Chris, you're a testosterone patient yourself, is that right? I am a testosterone patient. I've been a uh, patient for six years. So tell me, what what were some of the symptoms that you had when you uh, were first treated with with testosterone? Dr. Mystery, I didn't even know I had symptoms, but I would say irritability was my biggest symptom that I that I realized after some reflective, you know, reflection. And I'm a hockey coach, so kids don't do well <laughs> with an irritable coach. I think that every football coach that my kids have had then have had low testosterone because they've all been a little, a little irritable. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is that really, after getting tested and treated, you really saw some of the benefits. Is that right? That's exactly right. And I found out that testosterone has a calming effect, which is counterintuitive because they, in the news or elsewhere, you might hear about somebody who has roid rage, which was, which is really interesting to find out that it could be because of another reason. So, um, but my irritability was caused by l- too little testosterone. That, that's interesting that you mentioned. Just, just on the uh, uh, here on KLBJ earlier today, I heard uh, someone describing uh, children who were going through puberty and how, as uh, puberty and testosterone were hitting, they were becoming more aggressive. This general conventional wisdom of testosterone being associated with aggressiveness as a general rule may make it kind of interesting for people to think of normalizing testosterone to be a cure for irritability. 
ability. But but I think that where people are, the disconnect can, can occur is that having low testosterone can cause fatigue. And it's easy to believe that being fatigued can cause irritability. But it is but it is the case that having very high, high, high levels of testosterone can cause aggressiveness and agitation. But normalization of testosterone, so getting it within that normal range, and in our practice we consider normal to be between 350 and 1,000. More importantly, you really never really know what a person's normal is. So trying to match up testosterone levels and symptoms is a really important component of, of what a medical evaluation can include. You know, if, if you reduce my symptoms, I'll likely be be I'll be more likely to come back and get that therapy again if my symptoms go away. If you um, were to tell me my number when I first started testosterone therapy, my testosterone was 300. You could have told me it was 100 and I would have asked, is that good or bad? So having my testosterone normalized or optimized to where it is now so that my irritability is low, I sleep really well, my muscle uh, recovery and gain is there and all those things um, really because isn't testosterone a performance enhancer? I wanted to ask you that. It is. It is it's, it's a banned substance generally without a, a medical um, exclusion or um, some type of waiver that you can have when you're performing. It definitely does improve muscle mass. I mean, it improves recovery. It is definitely a performance anxiety and uh, enhancing um, medication. And that's why it's used. When it comes to people who aren't athletes, though, I think that we can benefit from normalizing testosterone levels with different forms of therapy. So, Chris, when you started testosterone, what was one of the big things that you had read about or or maybe were worried about uh, when it came to uh, normalizing your levels? I was worried about prostate cancer just because, you know, they said when men get older, there's a risk of increased prostate cancer. And so uh, my stepfather had had prostate cancer. And so he went through uh, androgen deprivation to help possibly minimize the side effects that they thought were there. So I was just worried that concern about prostate cancer and testosterone. But I have a lot of people ask me, what about testosterone and heart disease? That's a great question. Several years ago, there was a a large VA study that was performed that suggested that giving people medication to improve testosterone levels led to an increase in cardiovascular events like heart attack and stroke. Now, the way that study was performed is that they used men who were in their 70s and 80s. They gave them a topical testosterone level and then found that they had potentially more heart attacks when uh, just within a year or two after starting treatment. But when you go back and look at this data, what you really find is that having a low testosterone in the first place was actually the risk factor. And that replacing it uh, with testosterone when you normalize the numbers really had no impact on an increased cardiovascular risk. So what I tell patients is that if you're at risk for cardiovascular disease, you should have your testosterone level checked and potentially treated as early as possible. Now, a lot of the risk factors for cardiovascular disease overlap the risk for low testosterone, obesity, sleep apnea, a sedentary lifestyle. So our program in our practice is not just about giving medicine. It's about making you healthy. That means nutrition counseling. That means exercise physiology counseling. That means making sure that your erections are working well, making sure that your sleep apnea is tested for and treated. And I think that entire combination of treatment is something that's going to make people healthier, increase their natural testosterone, as well as give them the kind of results they're looking for. Yeah. And just getting out, like you were saying, changing their lifestyle 
improving that lifestyle so that they don't become at risk for type 2 diabetes or at risk for other types of diseases because all those can lead to medication, which then, correct me if I'm wrong, but then those medications can cause, be a cause of um, of erectile dysfunction, dysfunction. And, and, and all sorts of things. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, trying to avoid the development of chronic illnesses like diabetes, like coronary artery disease are critical. And trying to find ways to minimize uh, the development of low testosterone and improve sleep apnea. These are important adjunct treatments uh, when patients come to us for, you know, a very common complaint like fatigue or difficulty sleeping or erectile dysfunction or low libido. And so these types of symptoms, although commonly associated with low testosterone, can be associated with a variety of different medical conditions. Yeah. And so, um, you know, a lot of my friends look at me and they say, well, what do you use testosterone for? And I think that they all associate it with, if I'm on testosterone, it means that I may have erectile dysfunction, which isn't the case. Not always. Not always. You're right. I think that assuming that testosterone therapy and erectile dysfunction always go hand in hand, I think would be a mistake. I think that's. I think you brought up a great topic for us to bring up on, a, on another week. So, so Chris, I think we ran out of time on this uh, on this segment. I really thank you for joining us today. You're very welcome. Pleasure to be here. I would encourage all of you to email us at armormenshealth at gmail.com. And, and Donna, how else can they reach us? Call us during the week if you have questions, 512-238-0762. You can visit our website at armormenshealth.com. I think this was an amazing segment, Dr. Mystery. Good job. Thanks, Chris, for coming. You're very welcome. My pleasure. And we'll be right back. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 